Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Monday, September 21st. I'm Nick from Define Life, and we are here today to talk about what we can do to move forward, uh, to avoid getting overwhelmed and avoid getting stuck. Something is better than nothing. And it doesn't matter where on the productivity spectrum you fall. I've been a non-productive person. I've been an overwhelmed business owner just trying to keep all of the balls up in the air. And we all can get stuck in this place where we, like we're immobile because there's like, we're just overwhelmed with all of the things that we have to do. So we're gonna talk about that today. Uh, while everybody's hopping on this morning, I figured I'd uh, say hello to everybody. Good morning, Kathy. Good to see you, thanks for joining me. Um, hoping uh, your days are going well right now. Um, it is cool. We went from 85 degrees on a Wednesday, I think like a week and a half ago, to waking up to 40 here. And uh, I am not prepared for it. I'm not prepared to let go of the summer yet. Now, one thing it is doing is helping me be more productive because I want to spend less time outside. It's nice, it's pleasant, it's chilly. Um, but yesterday, uh, for football, you know, because it's going to be 65 and sunny yesterday, um, Steelers were playing at one o'clock. So, um, I set up a TV, like an old TV that we have, um, in the driveway with a little Amazon fire stick and we put the game on in the driveway. We set up folding chairs. I brought the grill from the backyard to the front, to the driveway made some wings, um, invited some of the neighbors over, and we had a nice driveway tailgate in the driveway. It, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, the one the one negative to all of that is I don't actually get to watch the game because I'm too busy talking. Um, so, you know, maybe after we settle in a little bit, uh, if we continue to do it, I'll spend more time in my seat rather than saying hello to everybody. But uh, for the most part, I, I mean, it was a nice, nice time. Um, it's good to get outside and and socialize a little bit distantly, um, you know, have some beers uh, in the driveway. And one of the things I realized, you know, um, one of my neighbors came across the street and um, brought some Coors Banquet beers, which I've never even heard of, uh, until Cobra Kai. And if you happen to have Netflix and you watch Cobra Kai on Netflix, uh, the Johnny Lawrence character, it's like they just transplanted him out of 1984 and brought him into 2020 or, you know, whenever the first season was made. Uh, he is this time capsule of a character. And uh, he just drinks Coors Banquet in the, sh in the show excessively, like too much. Don't, don't follow his lead. Uh, but um, it's funny. It's funny. And so now, like, we watched Cobra Kai and, uh, you know, that all in the, the 80s nostalgia and you realize how much life has changed these days and what's going on right now and, and the way people talk and think. Some of it, you know, not not good now. Some of it better in improvement for sure. Uh, but, you know, watching watching these characters and, and like the things that happened and the bullying and like all the things, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. The other thing you learn from this show is perspective. You know, so they try to switch the perspective on like what happened in the original Karate Kid movie and they make the Johnny character, like you empathize with him, you know, like Daniel came in and stole his girlfriend and was antagonizing him. And like, you realize like from another person's perspective, 
you know, for, for 30 years, we thought Daniel from the Karate Kid was, was the good guy. But when you flip the perspective a little bit and look at it from this guy whose, you know, life was ruined, in effect, based on this one guy coming into his life, um, you know, you, you maybe get a little bit of understanding, especially now. Like, we have zero understanding uh, of, of an opposing party or opposing side. Uh, we're very uh, polarized right now, right? And uh, now, you know, with Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing, um, you know, there's one less person in a power, powerful position who uh, was able to sort of reach across, right? Like they, they talk about her relationship with Antonin Scalia and how they were like best friends. They were on opposing point. They had opposing points of view, but they were really good friends. And, um, you know, now I feel like we're so far apart. It's hard to bridge that gap. Um, you know, now everybody's, you know, you know, if you think this way, you're crazy, right? If you don't think like me, then you're crazy. Uh, and we, we sort of have to try to understand a little bit better. Um, and in my case, I know me trying to understand the opposing side has me switching uh, to the opposing side a little bit. Um, I understand a little bit too much, I think. So it has me changing my ideals uh, over the years as I start to understand where the other side is coming from. So, um, you know, I think that... If we took the time to listen a little bit more, we could have some better conversations and start to heal where we are right now. But, you know, back, bringing this back around full circle to where we started, the best advertising in the world could be to get your product on Netflix. You know, you get like this cultish um, following of these shows like, like Cobra Kai, and you can get these, um, these uh, you, you know, I'm sure Coors Banquet right now is selling, you know, more than most, probably than they have in a long time. Uh, again, I never even heard of it, but you know, the, the neighbor comes across the street and, you know, has it and I'm like, oh, are you watching Cobra Kai? He's like, absolutely. <laughs> and that's just the way it goes. Like you just get that, that, that cross promotion going on there. And it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Good for cores anyway. Good morning, Anna. Good morning, Angel. Kathy says, I told you I was sending the cool weather my way. Yeah. You know what? Kathy, I can never forgive you for this. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't, it's way too cool for me. The bull, so we didn't turn on the furnace. Uh, I turned it on this morning. Uh, but yesterday morning we lit a fire in the fireplace and you know, it was good enough until the weather warmed up. But today the boys woke up like shivering. Like the house was 64 degrees when we got up this morning. So we had to turn on the furnace just a little bit to, to goose it up a little bit. Good morning, Sherry. Hello, Lori from Michigan. And Amy says, good morning, 79 here, still in the low 100s, jeez. But definitely feels like fall early in the morning. Yeah, you get those big swings. I remember when I lived in Vegas 20 years ago, uh, more than 20 years ago now, um, you know, you'd had you, like the, the difference between uh, early in the morning and noon was, I mean, you see these 50 degree swings. That's amazing. Uh, good morning, Brenda. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today uh, was this concept of just moving, like just action, like taking action. Now, we don't want to take action in a bunch of different directions, right? We want to take action in, in alignment with, you know, our purpose and, and what's most important to us, right? That, you know, going back to the book, The One Thing, it's that, that one thing that we want to do. And so, um, 
you know, I think a lot of us get caught in this place where, you know, we look at this thing we have to accomplish and it's so big that we can't find the time to get started. Or we just look at the entire project and feel so overwhelmed by it. And so that's why we bring with Define My Day, we try to bring it down from, from this big project down to chunks, you know, weekly and daily chunks. But it's, it's a matter of mindset. It, it's a matter of perspective and, and how we look at this thing. And um, I gained a lot of perspective just moving into a new house in the past couple of months because there's so much to do. No matter how much time you take to do the work, there's always more. And you have kids and then we have remote learning and plus we're trying to run a business and there's just so much going on. You know, throw in the fact that I get injured and really can't move the way I want for a month and a half, almost two months. You know, life happens. And so this, these, these things just keep piling up on me. And sometimes we have to say, you know, it's okay, I'm gonna let it go and I'll do what I can when I can. Other times we just need to get moving and take care of whatever we can. And so, you know, we, we're either, you know, either you're, you're just overwhelmed and paralyzed by the amount that you have to do, or you're just too busy and can't address everything that you want to address. And so what do you do in these two situations, right? So let's start with, let's start with the person that's too busy. Let's start with the person that, um, you know, from the moment you wake up until the moment you lay down, you are going like, like your hair's on fire. You just, you can't stop. And so that person uh, needs to do a couple of things. That person needs to find if they're leaking time any place. Like if during the day, they're maybe losing 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there to their cell phone, their email, their internet, to other people's problems, uh, to things that don't matter. So we need to bring some awareness into like where we might be leaking time. And there's apps that can help you, right? There's rescue time that can you can install on your computer that can help you try to figure out where you're spending all of your time. Uh, there's the screen time app if you have an Apple device so you can see how much time you're spending on your phone. And it'll tell you in, in what sort of area that you're spending your time. And, you know, the more we can look at like so if we if we in the morning identify what's most important to us using the priorities and define my day and then in the evening spending a couple of minutes reviewing our day to see how our actions aligned with what we'd planned um, then we can we can try to understand where we're spending our time and where maybe we shouldn't be spending our time time blocking is another tactic that helps you gain an understanding of how much time you have in a day or how much time you don't have in a day. And we've discussed time blocking. If you go back through our old videos, you can see our, our in-depth discussion, discussions on time blocking. Uh, but, but what we really need to do is gain a greater awareness of the actions that align with our goals and focus on those actions and begin to let go of other things. And um, I started doing this uh, a couple of years ago because I was overwhelmed, right? I, I had read the book, uh, 10X, uh, the, the, what the heck, what the heck's it called? Um, it's the Grant Cardone book, like the 10X book, right? Where you just like, he just, you just do 10 times more than everybody else, which is a great concept if you're already focused on something that is going to lead you to this place you want to go. But if you're like me 
and you just try to add more work to your already busy schedule, you burn out unless you start to refine where you're putting your focus. And so that's what I did. I 10X'd everything and I got burned out. And it, I really went in a lot of different directions and, it, and it, didn't, it didn't work out well. But what it did do was teach me that I could do more. I had more time and energy than I thought I did. But when I got burned out, what I really realized I needed to do was that I needed to let things go. And one of the first things I decided to let go was yard work. Now, that's a hard thing to do because a lot of us are brought up in this area or this, this idea that like our yards need to be perfect and pristine and we're in a competition with our neighbors. And for anything like my dad, like my dad spends hours in a weekend doing his lawn, right? And his hedges and landscaping and everything, everything. And so what I realized is that if I wanted to be able to spend time with my wife and kids on the weekend, and if I didn't want to, you know, work my butt off 12, 14 hours a day through the week, and then also maybe have work on the weekend, but then also have housework on the weekend, yard work on the weekend, and then I was never resting. So Monday I was just starting the week already burned out, which is no good for anybody, right? And so I had to let go of things. And one of the first things I let go of was having a great looking yard. Because a lot of times, like the effort I, you put into it doesn't really get you the results you want. Heaven forbid, you know, like me, I did this gigantic garden and I spent money on water and dirt and setting up all the irrigation for it, like drip hoses and everything. And then the deer came through and ripped it apart after two months of work. I even had a fence around it and the deer came in and ripped it apart. And so all the work I'd put into it was basically wasted. And that time that I could have spent with my kids, with my wife resting, I wasn't, right? And so I'm looking at this going, it's destroyed. And I never did a garden again after that, not at least not a big one. Um, but you know, like I had to change my perspective. Like how important is a big garden to me? You know what? Not that important compared to everything else I have going on. I need to make more money. We're, at times we were close to going broke. You know, like I needed to worry about more important things than a stupid garden. Now, gardening might be cathartic for you. That's different. Your perspective, like for me, it's work. For somebody else, it might be relaxation. It might be time to meditate in a way. You know, like you're focusing on taking care of your garden. That's, if it's good for you, then fine. From my perspective, it wasn't. It was sucking time and energy away from me that I could have used just relaxing right? Or just taking care of something that was more important, more aligned with my purpose. So in the end, my yard didn't look great. I didn't have a garden. Uh, and I even heard some comments from my wife or from my father, or maybe somebody else that felt like they could say something to me because it wasn't beautiful. And I had to be confident in my decision enough to say, it's just not that important right now. The grass is mowed, it's not a mess, there's still grass there, it's just not gorgeous. And I am okay with that because I have these other things I need to do that weren't being addressed. Nobody cares how nice my lawn is when I can't afford to make my mortgage payment, right? Because I'm not putting enough effort into work and I can't make my mortgage payment. The, the bank isn't going to come to me and say, you know, look, you haven't paid us, uh, but the lawn looks great, so keep the house. Like, that's not going to happen, right? And so I needed to understand that while 
important to some people. And while I might even get negative comments from some people, it's okay because there's other things I need to work on. So that's how I freed up more time, right? That's how I, that's how I got more time to work on what was really important, but also to relax and recharge, okay? And this define my day process can help you do that. It can help you figure out like, look, I know all of these things I would like to do, but I really have to let go of certain things. My house can't be perfect. Or um, this project at work, while it might really impress my boss to do it, has nothing to do with what my review is gonna be on. So I need to work on the things that I'm gonna be reviewed on. And we did this with clients. Like a client would come to us and say, hey, can you do this? And we wanna please our clients. We would say, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. But then they were rating us on this one thing over here that we weren't addressing fully because we were doing these other projects that were outside of the scope of what we were supposed to do. So when it comes time for them to say, well, why are we paying you? But I could say, well, I did all this stuff. They're like, well, it doesn't matter. You didn't do this. This thing, one thing we're paying you for, right? So you gotta stay focused on what's most important in your life. And then, you know, from a business owner, even a stay-at-home parent, like there are, there are a million things you could do. And anytime somebody comes to me and says, I don't have time to do Define My Day because I'm so busy. I say, that's why you need to do Define My Day. That's why you need it, because you need to get, gain a greater understanding of all of the things that you should be doing and all of the things that you should not be doing, right? So let's go to the other end of it. Let's go to those people that you're looking around at all of the things you know you need to do. Like you're overwhelmed by the amount of things you need to do. So a lot of times to cope with that, we just don't do anything, right? We just, we, we, we avoid. We stick our heads in our phones. We watch TV. Um, we make excuses, right? We, we say to ourselves, well, this is more important. I need to do this. And that's where we, we gain that perspective and understanding, right? Is it really more important? I don't know. Let's talk about it, right? And so... With, with our house here, I want a beautiful, pristine house, right? I want, anytime somebody walks in, I want them to go, wow, this place is really nice, right? I've had to let go of that because even though I want it to be great, it takes a long time to move in, unpack. Like we still have a box in our bedroom, right, that needs to be unpacked. There's so many things above that that need to get done. That's where prioritization comes in, right? But at the same time, if you take a step back and look at all of the things that need to get done, it's hard to even get started. Like, where do I start? And so that's where this concept of like, something is better than nothing, right? So we just gotta start moving. And, and the way I approached it, like with cleaning out our garage, because the garage is the place that gets all of the stuff that has no place, right? We shove it into the garage to, and, and the cars get expelled because we start shoving more stuff in the garage. And so what I do is I just time block on a Saturday or a Sunday, time block two hours. And I don't really say like, I'm going to finish the garage. I'm just going to work on the garage for two hours. And so I go out there and I just start looking around and I just start moving things into where it's, a, I think it's supposed to go, Right. And so anything that's out of place, I start finding places for it. And let me tell you, I wish I would have taken before and after photos. The garage is not finished. But in the two hours that I screwed around in the garage, 
it looks amazing to the eye. Now I know there's still stuff out of place, it's not perfectly organized, but at first glance, it looks amazing. And it looks completely different than it did when I started it. And so, like this something is better than nothing, right? We, like, if, if I were to look at the project of cleaning my garage and organizing, organizing my garage as a whole, it's a 15 hour project, right? You know, like we need to maybe hang some hooks. We need to do all of this stuff. We need to maybe install some shelving units and like it could, it can like the entire time going to the store and getting things and, and all of the stuff is going to take a ton of time. But all I said was two hours, I'm just going to do whatever is right in front of me. And I just started picking things up and even the smallest things like a cable. Okay, garbage or does it go in a drawer or what, right? And just start putting things into place. And then when the two hours was over and I had to go inside and, and do something else, I did that. And it, that happens with, with exercising too, right? A lot of times we're like, I don't feel like exercising, so I'm not going to do it. And again, it's the something is better than nothing mentality. And on those days, like there's days where I'm pumped up and I want to exercise and I just want to go, right? I just want to go. I just want to, I just want to burn it out. There's other days when you, when you know, like you're like, I'm just not feeling it. I have no energy. Um, I, 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 I feel weak. I'm maybe even a little bit injured. Like something's going on, right? And you, if you say, look, just move. Like maybe you're not going to lift any weights. Maybe, maybe you're just going to go half speed. Maybe, maybe you're not going to run around the neighborhood. Maybe you're just going to walk. But if you just say like, I'm just going to like take it step by step and just do a little bit. And then the next, next thing you know, you're half an hour into it and you went through it, you, gr you grind it out, right? You built that grit muscle, you worked that muscle that, that, that helps you do things when you don't want to do things. And you've also built one more, you've taken one more step towards success. One more decision that you made that was a positive decision rather than a quitting decision or a give up decision, right? Or a procrastination decision. You know, it was that mindfulness. It was that intention. It was that vote, like uh, James Clear says in Atomic Habits. It was that, that vote for the person you want to be. Not perfect. It's not perfection. But it was progress. And we built up just a little bit more in a positive way. And, you know, a lot of times when we don't make the right decision, we, it, that leads to us just blowing it up, right? So if we don't exercise one day, then we don't exercise the rest of the week. Or if we make one bad decision, and I think this came up in the, uh, the willpower book, the Bowmeister willpower book, is that like we make one bad decision, we eat one candy bar, and then we just destroy the rest of our day or the rest of our weekend with, with bad food because we're like, oh, well, I already did this, so let me just blow it up the rest of the way. And we don't want to do that, right? We won't, we won't want to double down on our bad decisions. We want, to, we want to bring it back to continuing to make good decisions. Something is better than nothing, right? So even with bad decisions, even if you made one bad decision that you regret, and no judgment, I mean, this is based on your own opinion. Like, what's, what's a bad decision that you feel guilty about? Treat that's the something better than nothing can also be applied there. So, you know, you, you made a bad decision. That's okay. Don't, don't just go the whole way negative. You know, something being like, let's, let's finish it off with something positive, right? Let's not just go double down on all the bad decisions we may have made. So, you know, try to, try to 
try to try to have that in your mind anytime you have like this like don't want to do it thing like this this feeling of like I don't want to do define my day right of course we don't like that's not, not define my day is not fun right define my day is not this like a lot of, for a lot of I mean sometimes it is but a lot of times you know especially when it gets like to week three or four if you're a new user you get to this point where like oh I gotta write this stuff down again yeah right that's building that grip muscle something is better than nothing so we write it down even if we have to do it really quick Get in, get out, writing sloppy, who cares? Get in, get out, and get on. And this happens with work projects, too. You have that work project where you're, uh, you know, like, you, you just don't want to start it. Like, you're putting it off. You're, you're doing everything. You're checking your emails. You're doing all this other stuff. You just don't want to get down to your work project until you're down to the last minute. And then you're like, oh, I got to get this done. So then you're all fired up and you want to get it done, right? And maybe you miss a couple of things because you're rushed. Or maybe you piss somebody off because it didn't get done on time. Right. And all that can be avoided if we just say, look, look, right now, you know, I'm time blocking it. 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to start this work project and I'm going to work on it for an hour. I don't care. I'm not worried about the result. I'm not worried about getting it finished because the deadline's not for two weeks. I'm just going to chip away at it for an hour. I'm going to do whatever I can. And a lot of times when you start moving in that way, you start with that something is better than nothing mindset. A lot of times you get into doing it and you don't want to stop. Like you start building momentum, right? You know, you get into it for 15, 20 minutes. All of a sudden your brain is focusing on it. You get yourself into a groove and you don't want to quit. And so when you take that something is better than nothing mentality, you, you, end, up, you end up growing it into like a serious accomplishment, and that's the way, you know, even with, even with the, you know, the, the yard work or the garage and the, those things, like you can look at that and just say, I'm just going to get moving, right? Even exercise, like I'm just going to get moving. But the next thing you know, you start, you start flipping your switch a little bit. You start flipping that mindset and you get into a groove and sometimes you end up accomplishing a lot more than you ever thought you could, Right. So, you know, I look at look at what you have going on. If you're somebody that you're like you're from the moment you wake up and you're burning through the day and you have to find time, then I would look at what you're doing and understand like there's certain things you can let go of. What's what's really not that important? What are the things that are really important? And I need to start chipping away on that. But if you're somebody on the flip side of it, who is stuck, you know, you, you, you really, you're looking at all the things you have to do and you're just letting them pile up on top of you and it's just getting worse and worse every day until you have to accomplish a ton of stuff in a fit of energy, maybe even a fit of rage, uh, just trying to, you're angry, you just got to get it all done and then you get burned out and then the cycle starts all over again. Instead, if you just say like, look, right now I have an hour. And I'm just going to do whatever. I'm going to walk around the house and just start picking things up randomly, you know, for an hour. And then whatever happens by the end of it happens, right? Or if you're at work and you're, you're you know, you, you know, you have a bunch of stuff you need to do. Just pick one thing. You can even pick one thing at random. If, you're, if you have no priority list, pick one thing at random and say, I'm going to work on this for an hour and see where it takes me. Right. And then it's just one less thing you have to do later on down the road. And I'll tell you, you know, looking at the house, I mean, we still know we have a ton of stuff to do around the house. There's just this list of things that we need to do. But our realtor is a friend of ours walked in yesterday and he's like, wow, this place really turned into a home. 
And it's because we're just doing a little bit here and there. We see all the warts, right? We see all the things that are left undone. But he walks in the house, having not seen it for like a month or two, and goes, wow, this place is warm. It's nice. It's comfortable, right? Now, meanwhile, there's stuff shoved in closets, right? Like, you you know, we're, there's stuff that's like still needs to be sorted through. But he knows, like he's seen it. He saw it bare and he saw it a couple of months into it. And now he sees it a couple more months after that. And there's that progress. And so for us, we don't even we don't even perceive the progress, but the progress is there. And if you bring it all the way down into the define my day uh, process, you know, you get in there and just do a little bit of, of, of that every day, right? You're writing your priorities. You're going back and reviewing your, your, your daily, um, you know, your daily progress. And sometimes you can't even perceive it. But over time, you can because you're just putting one little pebble on a pile. And the next thing you know, you have this monument, right? This monument to you having discipline every day. And so take those small steps every day, make progress every day. And eventually it turns into a completed project, right? And that's for me, like, you know, there's always going to be more work, right? There's always going to be more, but eventually my garage is going to look a lot better than it did. And eventually the things that I need to do for work right now are going to be done and I'm going to move on to something else. Like there's always going to be more work, but we can't run away from it or it's just going to pile up and it turns into this big mess. So um, take take progress or take, take that opportunity to make progress. Something is better than nothing. All right, I'm going to head into the comments real quick right now. Um, Debbie, if I didn't say good morning to you, I can't remember if I did or not, but good morning. Uh, Adams, Adams, hello, Lori. You're such an avoider. Yeah, I am too. I think we all have it. You know, like we all just have that in us. And um, this, I think this mentality for me has been a game changer. Uh, especially, I think I first started noticing it in exercising. And then I translated it into this this doing things, you know, for work and around the house. And and so with exercising, you know, you get into this, well, I didn't have a good workout today. Who cares? You still worked out, right? I mean, that's like the mentality we need to have. Like not every day can be the greatest day, but it can still be a good day. It might not be good compared to somebody else. Who cares, right? It was good for us because the alternative was a bad day. A alternative was avoiding everything and not accomplishing anything and, and feeling bad about it and then going into tomorrow because with all this guilt and and everything. Whereas if we just say like, look, like, yeah, I'm not going to have a great workout today, but I am going to go and work out and I'm going to forgive myself uh, for, for not being like a superstar and we're going to be cool with it. And then tomorrow I'll do better, right? That's It's okay. It's okay. I'm not the most organized person in the world, but I'm going to spend a little time organizing today and whatever happens, happens. And you know, it'll be better. My space will be nicer, right? doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's where we kind of get that avoiding habit is because we, we want it to be huge. We want it to be this great accomplishment and it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be. Sandy says, that's exactly what I do. I find other things to do so I can avoid what I really need to do. And why do we do that? How many times, like, how many times do we have this thing weighing on us and then we do it 
and it only took like 15 minutes. But it it brought us down for days or weeks, right? Because we're thinking about it, we knew we needed to get it done, but we keep avoiding it. It might even some, be something we want to do, but for some reason, in our minds, we have to keep avoiding it. We have to leave it out there. And it's, uh, it's so terrible, so terrible. Now, one technique from the Willpower book that you get from this is if you do want to put it off, you schedule it for later down the road and then you forget about it. Uh, because when you schedule it, your brain behaves as if like it's been accomplished. And so, and then you have to like maybe sometimes make a conscious effort to say, okay, I'm gonna let that go. Um, but when you do that, your brain will let it go. And then you have more energy to focus on what you wanna focus on. Um, but so yeah, like the, sometimes how often do we do we let things go that that are a lot quicker than we, like we, we make it into this big thing, we blow it up into this big thing, but really it was only like a, a 10 or 15 minute thing. Maybe it made us a little bit uncomfortable to do it, like maybe it was a difficult phone call. But, you know, we get it done and then it's like off of our plate and we have this feeling of like, oh, this relief. Well, why didn't I do this sooner? I don't know, why didn't you? I've been there, I'm not judging, I've been there. And then the other thing is like, Sometimes it does take longer, right? Sometimes it is a big thing. Maybe it is three, two or three hours. But the cost of not doing it is much greater because it, it wears us down. We can't sleep because we're thinking about it. Or we're, you know, we're constantly in the back of our mind. It's wearing us out. Or if we would just accomplish it, you know, then, then we'd be free to move on to something else. And, and you know, how many times does that impact relationships? Because... You know, we get moody. We get cranky about it. Um, D says, I totally avoid at home. I, am, I retired in March and realized my idea of success as in my work. I struggle with how to adjust to my new life. And, and we've seen this a lot with people that retire. Is it like, you know, you're on this, you're on this hamster wheel, if you want to, if you forgive me for putting it that way, but you're on this 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 cycle where you like you're used to this like this mission of going to work and accomplishing and and coming home and and you're on this mission right you're you're it's you have direction and then all of a sudden it gets taken away you retire and all that's gone poof right and so a lot of people get depressed about it and a lot of people start letting things slide because they don't have this sense of, of purpose and direction. And that's when we really need to focus more on trying to figure out like, what's my job now, right? Is my job building relationships with my kids or my grandkids? Is my job helping out in my community? Uh, maybe I do need to get another job, a part-time job. You know, am I a creator? Can I create things? You know, what is going to be my mission for the remainder of my life now that I'm retired? And if that question isn't answered, we can start slipping into um, some some weird thoughts, and a lot of times, look, you know, your mission might be to just chill out, enjoy life, right? Maybe it's just to golf every day. That's perfectly fine, as long as that's what you want. That's what you want to do with your time. That's what I would want to do with my time. Uh, sometimes two hours turns into more. It's just getting started, and that's exactly it, right? Now. We have to be careful, like if we only have two hours, we don't want to go over that because when we get caught into things and it takes away from something else, that can become a problem. But if that's not the case, which is normally not, just moving, right, just getting started, something is better than nothing, can get you into that groove and then you find out, you pick your head up five hours later and you really accomplished a lot, right? 
I run into this a lot when trying to write. I don't enjoy writing, but I do feel like I get a lot of good feedback when I write. And so for me, getting started writing is hard. I don't like writing. I don't like writing long emails. I don't like writing articles. I don't even imagine, I can't imagine having to write a book. But what I find is if I just sit down and I forget everything else, I, I, I turn off email, I shut off my phone, like I just, I just let everything else go and I just sit there and start writing, then eventually, you know, like two hours later, I can pick up my head and go, whoa, I wrote a lot, right? I got into the groove, I got focused and I accomplished a lot. And then I don't have to think about it again for the rest of the day. And I don't feel guilty for not doing it. Uh, but yeah, sometimes two hours turns into a lot more. And it's, that's the way I look at exercises. Like, like if you commit to just saying, like, look, I'm going to start a workout. Maybe it's a 30-minute workout. And you say, look, I'm going to do 10 minutes and, and go from there. You can get to that 10-minute mark. And maybe you're in a groove and you just keep on going. Maybe you get to that 10-minute mark and you still want to quit. And you can. Or you can just say, look, I'm going to go another 10 minutes. And you keep pushing through. I've used this a lot. You keep pushing through until that time is over and you still feel accomplished and you exercise that grit muscle. Lori says, it's like you were reading my mind this morning. I started a new Define My Day and made one of my disciplines this month to clean an area for 30 minutes a day. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. Good for you. Um, and I, you know, I, do you ever feel like you ever, this ever happened? Like this, this has been going on with me a lot. My, my camera keeps focusing on other, my hand rather than me. Um, you ever, if you've had this happen where, you know, like you, you read something or you decide you need to make a change in your life and then you read a book about that thing and then you see an article about that thing and it's that, that reticular something, something reticular, I don't know, the, like your brain starts picking up, like you, you, you buy a yellow car and all of a sudden you see yellow cars everywhere, something like that, right? Like it was happening around you and then all of a sudden, because it's a focus of yours, you start seeing other things that are related to it. Um, yeah, and you know, does that happen? Or sometimes I feel like it's just, you know, the, the cosmos, like it's just like telling you you need to be doing something or you need to change the way you're addressing things. But good for you. I like that. 30 minutes cleaning. That's great. That's a great discipline. Especially if it's important. If it's not important to you, like if somebody else's might be completely different. You don't have to, you don't have to make your discipline 30 minutes of cleaning, but if you feel like your, your, your space needs more organized, that's a great discipline. Lisa, once more info on the system. Um, it's, so it's Define My Day. You can check it out at definemyday.com. Um, and there's, there's all sorts of information about the book there. Um, and we're going to be adding more as the fall goes on. Hey, awesome. Good for you. Speed cleaner kitchen in minutes. Good for you. And so I, I'll tell you what, after having people over yesterday, our kitchen is a little bit of a mess today. Uh, you know, while everything was outside, the kitchen, all the prep was done in the kitchen. And so this morning I woke up and, you know, I had flour because I made pizza. I had flour dough all over um, a surface there. And that, that's the one thing I was like, okay, this needs to be cleaned up right now. So I just took two minutes to clean that up. And then, you know, the dishes are still down there. We'll do the dishes after, you know, a little bit. Like, we're just going to take steps. And eventually, it'll be a pristine kitchen again. Um, 
moved to another state. Lisa says I moved to another state and still can't find my groove. I, you know, moving, I thought I was prepared for moving and we didn't move to another state. We moved 15 minutes away. I thought I was prepared to move and I still, um, still was not like, I had no idea how much of our life would be disrupted by moving. No matter how much you prepare for it, I think it's just crazy. Uh, it's been a struggle because of COVID. I can't do the things I'd plan to do. Yeah, and that's, this whole time right now has been a practice in letting go of a lot. Angel says, I feel like I never get fully unpacked. Maybe because I have not been fully unpacked since 2006. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And, and you know, for me, uh, with us in our old house, I was never fully unpacked in that house because I knew it wasn't our permanent house. So, you know, any, everything from repairs to the house, improvements, um, you know, purchasing certain things, I never wanted to do it. So I always felt this kind of like this unfinished kind of feeling, right? Where now, you know, when you know, like, this is probably the house we're going to be in for the rest of our lives. Uh, you start looking at things differently and you start making more permanent long-term decisions. Um, but yeah, I, we're, we're still not unpacked. Um, and again, we have this box in our bedroom, which I look at, it's in the corner, the, like the far corner. So it's not a big deal, but I look at it every so often and I'm like, well, when are we going to get to that? And then I start thinking, well, I have so much other stuff to do. I'll get to it eventually. Maybe I need to shove it into a closet short term, uh, but uh, not hugely important. It's only the room I sleep in. Most of our lives are everywhere else, and uh, I just have to let it go. Debbie says, I was so out of sync with my schedule, so I made myself create a master list of what I want and need to do and started over. No past due, no regrets about what I let slide. I started fresh, and I'm doing the best to stay on track, giving myself grace while pushing myself to not be a slacker. I really like that. And that's so we do that in our business and at home uh, where we write down at the beginning of every uh, end of every year before the beginning of the next year. Uh, we write down everything we would like to accomplish and we start sorting out into like, uh, you know, closer strategic goals. Right. And turn them into tactical goals like the, the stuff we want to accomplish this month or this day or whatever this week. And we do that in life, too. You know, there's things that I would love to do in this house, but I might have to say that's a 2021 thing I want to accomplish or that's a 2022. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you start off doing a little bit of research. Like I'd love to have a deck in my backyard. And I did like 30 minutes of research on a deck and realized like it's a eight to $10,000 project. That's a 2022 thing. So anytime I look at a portion of my backyard that I don't like, I think, well, a deck would go great there. And I see, you know, I know, like I can let that go now. Like I don't have to think about it anymore. And anytime that conversation might come up, you know, I've decided to let that go into 2022, right? Uh, you know, there's, and there's, it doesn't have to be a big project like a deck. It can be a small project, right? Like you can open up a closet, that junk closet you have. And you can say like, is it time to address this junk closet? And the answer might be, no, that's a, that's a November thing. That's, that's like a, you know, when it's cold outside and snowing and there's nothing to do outside, I'm going to, I'm going to clean out this junk closet. And the same goes for work. You know, like with us, there, there are things, big things we want to do in our business, but you know, now with COVID, some things got moved up, 
and some things got moved back, you know, and, and just the way you, know, you have to understand, like, you know, we wanted to do this thing in the fall of 2020. And now we've had to just say, like, look, that's just not going to happen. You know, that, that we're going to readdress this in fall of 2021 and see what the economy is like and see what the world is like. And if it's good, great. And if not, then we just address it. We say, you know what, not yet. And we kick it down the road for the next time. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a great, like, create a master list of all the things you want to do and then start filtering it into priorities and even just chunk it into a month, right? Like the closet thing for me, like we have this closet downstairs that used to be the laundry room for the previous owners. And right now it's just kind of a junky closet, right? And, and when you close the door, it's great. But when you open it, you're like, oh, what's going on here? It doesn't match the rest of the house. It's just kind of a mess. And so while it would be great to have that finished, in some way to make it look nice, maybe even take the doors off and just make it more open space. Um, we've just decided that like, that's a, that's a winter project. And we haven't even decided what we're gonna do with it. But, you know, right now we're not gonna do anything. Right now it is just what it is and we'll just store stuff in there. And then in the winter, you know, we'll start looking at like, do we wanna make it like a, a little bit more space in the room? Do we wanna make it like a really nice closet? Like, what do we wanna do with it? And we'll figure that out. So, uh, but we let it go for now. There's other things that we can address. So give yourself grace. Um, you know, you weren't perfect before, but we're taking small steps. We're gonna move forward. It's not gonna be perfect now. Progress, not perfection. All right. Um, that's it. If anybody has any questions on this topic, uh, please let me know. I'm going to boil this down into an email and send it out to you guys tomorrow. Uh, if you're not on our email list, uh, let me know and we'll get you on the email list. Um, but we'll also put a blog blog post on definedlife.com. Uh, if you if you want more from us, also we've been I've been trying to do better with writing articles as we've talked about today. Um, I send out an email just about once a week, maybe twice a week, depending on how much we have. Uh, but we also put in some blog posts on definemyday.com is where we're putting the blog posts uh, specific to define my day strategies. On definedlife.com is where we're putting the more all-encompassing, like the life uh, strategies is where we're putting those things. So definemyday.com for tips on how to use define my day defineedlife.com on the more broad strategies uh, to do things better uh, uh, in life in general, regardless of define my day. Um, so I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's session. I, I had a, a fun time with you guys. Thank you for for jumping in and having this great conversation. I hope this was helpful. Um, uh, in the meantime, I'm going to get on with my day. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, this is my last week with Define My Day so um, for this specific book. So I'm going to try to close it out really strong and, and start my next Define My Day strong. Uh, keep moving forward. Something is better than nothing. I'll talk to you soon.